0: Hey Auntie!
1: Auntie Matkahuna. Auntie Matkahuna.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Auntie Matkahuna, where age really is just a number, and I love to talk to people who don't let these numbers define them. My name is Gopika, and my guest today is someone who's a wordsmith and a movie buff and is also lucky enough to work in an industry that brings both of them together. Her efforts to weave together the people and cultures of the UAE and India have created a beautiful tapestry showcasing the best of both the countries. Well, talking about weaving, I'm not sure what is more stunning—her gorgeous sarees that she is known for, or her dazzling, warm smile. Ladies and gentlemen, the editor in chief, Filmfare Middle East, Manju Ramanan. Yay. yay! Yay!
1: Yay! Yay! Lovely to meet you and speak to you always, Gopika. It's a pleasure, and it is—it is—it's a lot of things, not just pleasure. It is—it's wonderful to speak to you always.
0: It's nostalgic, and we've kind of done this, I think, 10 years ago, Manju.
1: Oh, yes, we did. In a radio <laughs> show that looks like, like you say, some years ago, yeah.
0: right? Welcome to Auntie Matkahona. And I want to start with a question that I land up asking everybody mm-hmm. Have you ever been called Auntie? And what was your reaction? I want to put a little asterisk. You know, when you write something and then put an asterisk, you don't look like an auntie. So it's very difficult for me to believe that somebody would have called you auntie to your face.
1: Yeah. Well, I am a legit auntie because my son is 18 years old. (laughs) My son is 18. And uh, to his friends, I am an auntie, and I love it. It's it's just a form of endearing endearment, like we would call our mothers' friends aunties. So that's exactly uh, that is beautiful. That's nothing wrong in it, except that it's loaded with a lot of misogyny. It's it's loaded with a lot of you know uh, the auntie type. It also is loaded mm. by by a certain kind of uh, you know it it it, it doesn't really flatters a woman when she called an auntie. otherwise auntie. because it means that she's a yeah. little she's a little gossipy she's very old fashioned she does not with it there's something wrong she's not very modern you know uh, a little mm. it's an ageist comment and it's also something not very flattering it's not nice it's not uh,
0: it's it, it's really
1: uh, hurtful right
0: so that was that was one thing you know that i always ask someone that how do they classify who is an auntie and how you were discussing that it's maybe a person's attitude and not necessarily just the number of years in difference that the two of you have
1: yeah it's also again the word auntie let's let's call it it's like a like you call uncle or you call brother or a sister or something right so let's let's not add more to it but basically in the outside world it is it's a little it it it's it's not a very nice thing to call somebody an auntie. Otherwise, if it's not yeah, there do, is a
0: negative bit of a connotation, connotation
1: right? So yeah, I, I yeah. would I would say that uh, again, it's a very male-oriented thing. People would turn yeah. back and say, "Hey, auntie, dekhi you, know? <laughs> and then you turn back and say, "Acha, uncle." So I think it it works because if somebody is calling me an auntie in that sense, I'll surely turn back and call him an uncle. So if uncle
0: someone. yeah,
1: may say yeah, why not? क्यों क्यों uh, yeah. It's a very age related thing. We're not going to be young forever in our lives, right? So everybody
0: will turn into an auntie or an uncle later in their lives. Let's be very, very clear. You know when I started recording this, Mirai <laughs> tha to get a hashtag called Make Auntie Cool Again. So maybe uh-huh. That hashtag will start trending one of these days.
1: I think you should, because I remember you know popular anchors, television stars, even sometimes film stars who have yeah. anchored shows have said, uh, you know, that bag looks very anti type. Now, what do you mean oh. by an auntie type? It's like <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: But like first of all, why is it like a bad thing? Like yeah, I am what I am. Like own not expertise. every not
1: everybody is going to look young. It's and not everybody who is who's thirty is going to look fifteen or anyone who's uh, 45 is going to look 20 all her life right so it's yeah. an, it's it's embracing age and what's wrong in it It's more beautiful and graceful.
0: You know, uh, I was chatting with Lucille. She has been in advertising for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and that was our thing. That sometimes media and advertising kind of take this glorification of youth too far. You know, because everything is like, oh, look young, feel young. Everything Mm -hmm. is, you know, young, Mm -hmm. young, young. But nobody seems to be celebrating. Dude, look how old you are right now. You know, like if you are going to be fifty, you will have aches and pains, and that's fine and celebrate it. You know, not everything has to. Be about avoiding it. You're
1: right. But also there's another connotation to this anti type, you know? It's also a very sexual connotation sometimes. But she's Mm. not a girl, she's a voluptuous woman who is who Mm. is who is not who is to be desired and she's that is all that she has to be. That's the desire. It ends at desire. So I think that all that is very body shaming. It's a it's a lot to do with 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 a body more than the mind right we're all talking about only only a very very myopic view of a woman it's just one way of looking at a woman that is talking about her size her age or her size as if her brain doesn't matter her opinions do not matter it doesn't yeah. it, it completely blankets that side which is why i have a problem with this term
0: yeah absolutely and That is why this podcast, because I wanted to shed light on the fact that, yes, a lot of people talk about sexism and breaking the glass ceiling and all of that, but there is a very subtle. Conscious age bias. Now, I'm not saying that it only happens to women. It happens to men also. Mm. And let's face it, you know, like you mentioned that this is mostly also feminist, this thing to it as well, because you'll hear more women being called auntie in a derogatory manner. Mm. Then you will have uncle being called uncle. I think uncle, no, you know, when someone calls, it's like a very like matter of fact, like from the bus conductor to the <laughs> person sitting in the dukan everyone can easily be called you know uncle so there is a connotation but auntie is the only thing that has that attached to it you know? yeah it
1: has it is attached to it because we have normalized uh, you know abuse yes and I think if it, if you it don't normalize abuse now what do you call it? take a hypothetical situation what will you call XYZ if you are not calling them an auntie is there an equivalent or something less derogatory that you replace them with now what is that? No, nothing. You're right. So what is that? So like, if we, so we have we have to figure that out. See, in our cultures, masi. You know, if let's look at yeah. masi, uh yeah. mami in Tamil, or chachi, probably shachi and other things. What is the replacement to that word? If there is a replacement so, to that word, then let's figure see. it out.
0: So this was what you know. We had figured out another guest of mine mm-hmm. was that the problem with auntie is that. It is more to do with age than actual relationship. Whereas in our languages, mm. um, if you're using it only as a relationship uh, that you're addressing someone with, then that's fine. But if you're using the age angle to address someone, that's an issue because I am an auntie to my nieces mm. and I'm fine if they call me that. But if I'm not related to you mm. and then you call me auntie, then mm. that's only got to do with age. Also, attitude
1: i remember there was uh, mm. i i i it's 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 like saying that uh, you know that man is very gossipy is very auntie mm, yes yes <laughs> so you you are attributing you are attributing a feminine quality which you consider is not correct not right yeah. or or too nosy to a man who is like a woman so what are you saying you're actually degrading yourself as a woman saying that yeah yeah so, and it'll never be wow, the other my, way. My mind is getting blown with all these new <laughs>
0: I'm so glad we're having this. <laughs> it's guilty pleasure conversation. <laughs> but I want to take you back in time a little bit, you know, you, okay. hmm. have, you have been in the field of journalism for hmm. a little bit, hmm. you know, and when you're talking about age and in journalism, hmm. did you face any blocks when you were just getting started? You know, because do no. some people feel, that mm. like if you were an older journalist, mm. then you have a little more gravitas and you're a little more... No,
1: I don't too. think so. I never faced it. For me, it was always... Uh, also, the fact that I never looked as young as I was at that age also. <laughs> I looked older. I looked like a slightly... You know, if you say, if you use the word hunty, I was look I look slightly older to the people <laughs> of my age anyway. I would go to a restaurant and if four of four of us, you know, same age, would be sitting around mm. the table for of, some mm. obvious reason. The waiter would come and hand me the check, and I would look like, like <laughs> why? why?"
0: <laughs> no, that's because you, I'm sure without knowing these other three women, I'm sure they're nice. But you always have the most amazing smile on your face. You're so <laughs> approachable and you exclude this warmth. So obviously, people will come to you <laughs> first. No, no, but I would always
1: wonder that, you know, why should it's usually the eldest in the group who gets to, you know, sign yeah. the check or something? And <laughs> in, in, it, it would come to me always. If we would go into a car and they'll say, ho, you're like cuz I don't even have brothers and sisters, you know. If three of my friends would go, they would look at me Didi and then look at the rest of them like so. I always went through that situation, whether I liked it or not. So I was like always wondering, kyun hota hai mere but you well, you embrace it because some people look matured. Yeah. What they what can what can they do? That's yeah. how they God yeah. made them. And then they maintain that maturity by eating well and also, you know, caring a damn about how they, out. they want to look yeah. young or not.
0: Wait, you never faced any of that when you were a journalist. No. I was ultra. I faced the other way around. People thought I was older
1: than my age. So it was like, okay, there was no auntieism happening. There was like the other thing happening. That <laughs> okay, she's good enough. Okay, you know, give her more responsibility. No. She's she looks, she can She'll be able to handle it. But yeah. but I agree. Um over the years, uh, so I do, you know, a lot of what I do, a lot of the kind of work that I do and people of my colleagues and people like me do from the entertainment industry. It's also a place where you have to look good. It's not just about how you write. You know, that we learned mm. pre- probably in Dubai more more than we learned in, in India. Yes. Of course, you're, you're yes. decently dressed back home. But here, you also are presented in a certain way. At press conferences, people, because stars arrive late, people, the photographers click your pictures. And then you yeah. are everywhere and you wonder, how did I come into these picture picture mode? It's only because the stars used to come late. So the photographers would get bored and they would start clicking pictures of us and that would go into Facebook and people would, you know, I've never seen this aspect ever in india as much as i've seen it in dubai that the press gets clicked mm.
0: more than the stars sometimes no also because it's you i mean and you're gorgeous <laughs> and i'm sure the sarees or whatever you were wearing has been so eye catching yeah. that they don't want to let go see the sari the sari also is a very legit auntie attire okay so you called the yeah. right person <laughs> no no i don't buy that it makes you look older guys everyone tuned in i want you to stalk manju on instagram right now and leave a comment for her saying hashtag manju Saris are gorgeous hashtag not auntie hashtag make auntie cool again (laughs) no what i'm saying is it definitely makes you look a little older
1: than the rest of them because the sari has a certain aura about it which is which tells you that listen i'm taking me seriously i'm 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 a yeah. sari wearer or something whatever whatever people look yeah. at it you know they don't come and backslap you when you're in a sari they think you're a lady so you have to be treated like they, they behave like gentlemen in front of you so all that happens yeah. which is unconscious yeah. so what i'm trying to say is for me it helped to uh, wear the sari that way also the fact that it yeah. uh, it it also represented an indian brand so it always was yeah. legit that i wore a sari worked with the brand uh, brand equity or whatever you call yeah, it yeah, so yeah. So uh, it was, it was an outfit, of course. And, uh, and the fact that you have to look good, you know, that is uh, yeah. a very interesting part of the entertainment media, because nowadays all print journalists and a big salute to them, you know, who were working yeah. behind computers are now suddenly forced to face the camera and put a face to them. And they might or yeah. might not have communication skills uh, on camera. Like many people might have communication skills when you meet one-on-one or you know, write well, but to talk to people in front of the camera is an is a, is an added...
0: is an yeah. yeah,
1: and if you are in front of the camera, you might as well look good, you can't look disheveled and look in, you know, so that additional, that additional thing that most print journalists today have, have faced and, you know, also adapted beautifully is something to be really lauded. Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy to be suddenly talking about, Acha today lipstick will come this lipstick, earring. You know, we've never been in that uh, zone that people have, uh, you know, you can do it out of choice. It's a very, it's, it's very individual. Not everybody is tuned to do that every moment of the
0: day or even aware of what it takes you know to because it's like you said it's very different to obviously be well dressed because you are interviewing stars Mm. and it's a different ball game doing that in front of camera because how certain colors are going to pop next to each other and you know all of that awareness is something that people who've been in media either in front of or behind the camera Mm. would know about it. Mm. Or then you have someone guiding you through this. Exactly. Yeah. It is a different war altogether. You know, Manju, I was reading somewhere that the average attention span of human beings Mm. is worse than goldfish. Like Mm. it's gone from 12 seconds to eight. Wow. So that was one of my questions to you that in this day and age of shots and Mm. reels Mm. and everything shiny and graphics. How is print media surviving? you know print is print has, yeah so
1: print print as as in print on paper is the one which you're talking mm-hmm. about right but print doesn't mean print
0: on paper print means no absolutely written like the written have, word as, is, is, as is as compared to people taking videos yeah. you know I have people sending me voice notes instead of messages yeah so I'm like people typing and writing yeah I don't know where that art is going
1: Well, uh, we also get questions. uh, When I send questions to many stars on email, I get answers on voice notes. Mm, See? So uh, then you have to, uh, you know, actually transcribe the whole interview. So that is part of the deal. Okay, big deal. We do it. The point is, yes, writing, uh, people don't read anymore. So they don't write as much. Let's, Mm. it's, it's, it's basically that but that doesn't mean writing will stop or people will stop reading writing will continue mm. it might continue mm. in 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 catchy shorter edited formats the long form will mm. also survive because the long form is explanatory or probably more visual oriented now you'll have a lot of visuals and a lot of podcasts like yours or uh, mm. or or you'll have to supplement writing with visual media and audi- audio audio visual media which which is why it'll make it more mm. effective so writing per se will be, I think, there will be people, I'll hope to think that, you
0: know, writing won't, no, no, people will not stop I, reading. I have my hopes high, hmm. but, but I like your idea that it does not have to be only in its traditional form. No, it won't be it because has to adapt. it has to
1: yeah. move. All forms have to move. Like today from television, television competes today with web series, from with OTTs. Yeah. Uh, we are competing constantly with other media journalists are competing with influencers. So uh, where is the the equation? There is no equation between a a seasoned journalist and an influencer, right? Uh, I'm not, with due
0: respect to both. both. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's a different skill set completely.
1: Yes, but simple things like somebody drinking a cup of chai goes viral in some minutes. And somebody who's actually done a research on that, uh, probably that uh, tea estate and found a scam out of it or whatever, uh, is just just discarded or maybe made into a web series later. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I So, so it's 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 exa- exactly the kind of content we're consuming and the kind of content we are endorsing today is very flippant. You yeah. know, even if it is something of shock value, we tend to just forward it just even if it is not nice we Mm, do not mm. we we forget that by forwarding it we are popularizing it it should end somewhere it should end with you you look at it and say okay this is rubbish I am not going to forward it and I am not
0: going to forward it to anybody yeah
1: at least you can do that so uh, that is the only way to curb a little bit of this again the same thing with the music industry right you have songs and suddenly there are some 5 million 10 million I think they are ready with those banners like when the song is released they are ready with that uh, 1 million hits 2 million hits (laughs) Before the song is released, so suddenly you look at it, I think they're ready with it. It comes like a okay one so and sometimes i sometimes I really wonder that okay, maybe I am wrong, maybe my sensibilities have gone for a toss, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned that I believe that some songs do not deserve this kind of an adulation. they could pushed or probably shoved down people's throats or or ears sorry to to accept them like that. And there might be legit figures or b- bought figures. Who knows? I remember talking to Air Rahman for, about this, this thing about, you know, views oh, wow. and how, how does, how does he look at talent when it comes to this kind of, a you know, outburst. So he says, uh, mm. some of his own students or people from his own, you know, uh, clothes that he, he works with. He says sometimes they are newcomers and they are very good because he if he gives them a chance, that means they're really good. They go mm. and their views are about he, he says twenty views, thirty views. but they are ex- oh, no, excellent singers because they have not used any platforms to boost themselves up. They're not going. Yeah. They don't have these fancy uh, banners and companies telling them, okay, listen, now this song is now.
0: Yeah, nobody prepping them and their focus Marketing. is on their art. And their work exactly. rather than making sure that their background does not have Absolutely. socks drying behind them. Actually, actually, socks drying <laughs> behind them. You're so correct. <laughs> I like that image. Yeah, because I've seen videos like that of people singing beautifully, <laughs> but they're sitting in front of <laughs> in their kitchen. And their <laughs> Samne there is a clothes dry, drying, like clothes on it. And I'm like, itna, like I know nothing about media, but it not <laughs> <Itna do karte." laughs> <laughs> But when you see his face yeah. and the joy and the passion yeah. with which he is singing his song, hmm. I ignored everything around him. Yeah. But that's you. you. Know? So, that's because it's
1: you. Yeah. But do you think the common yeah. man who's looking at a video like that, he's looking at the song at all? They don't have the patience. That's the they whole thing. Patience. When we're talking about attention spans, we're talking about attention spans in terms of visual visual time. We're talking about in terms yeah. of audio. I mean, what do people want to hear? After a while, they're, if you, if they're not hooked. Everything has a hook, like a dance hook step. You have a hook everywhere. (laughs) Otherwise the hook, if the hook is not there, people are not interested. So you have to
0: to actually, and hook looks like a question mark for me. It's like, Uh I am going to take bits of this interview and turn it into a promo and I also have to put it on social media. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I get that. But
1: the point is, we all are looking for it. All media will have the hook to hook people in. But the point is, it can't be about hooks only, no. It has to have content. It has to lead there.
0: There are some trailers that are released, which are like, first of all, a trailer for two and a half, three minutes. And I'm like, picture? And then we feel that you've told us the whole story in the trailer. Yeah, Sometimes the trailer is better than the movie. no? Yeah, you should have just made the trailer. No, why you made yeah.
1: the movie? Yeah. But was... talking about
0: Bollywood, though. I want to bring about ageism in Bollywood because oh, yeah. that debate is as old as the proverbial casting couch. You know, and yeah. I started honestly, I started thinking about addressing ageism in my podcast. Hmm. Also, thanks to Tip Tip Barsapani being really. Done. Hmm. And I'm like, "Ah, okay, Akshay is there, he can still dance well. But bring Ravina also back, no? Hmm. Like, she's too old this but like he's not so i don't want to do the sexism bit in it but definitely the ageism bit in it. yeah i believe that
1: but if you look at nina gupta today she did uh Uh, oh my
0: god i I have have the paper in front of me so no sorry to interrupt you but my next question under this is written that nina gupta stands out as an example yes that she had to put herself out there and say i exist
1: yeah, and look at what she's done done to that yeah. era, right? So I was interviewing Satish Kaushik. It's, the interview will appear in the next oh. edition of the magazine. So Satish Kaushik told me his next film is going to be on a protagonist who is 55 years old and woman. It's a film called wow. Aarti. Yeah. So he says, it now is the time that people are ready to see not very, very young actresses on screen, which is a good thing because you had Vidya, you had, had Shefali Shah in a recent film. Mm-hmm. So you have actresses, actors, not just calling them actresses, politically correct is actor because it's gender neutral. So uh, there is a small dent made because people are refusing to be fooled by traditional filmmaking. And also the exposure Mm. to the world in terms of web series and everything that they see has been so immense that they're refusing to take anything which is is a cookie cutter, a, a proper mold. So, this is a good time to address ageism. It's a good try- time to ed- address any kind of, uh, you know, sexism in cinema. Because people will reject it because it's not cool anymore. And when it's not cool anymore, it works better.
0: Yeah, because uh, if like you said earlier, they would have uh, someone who's in their 50s. Mm. And their mum will be played by someone in their 30s. Mm. We've seen that happening. like you said? <laughs> but I'm I'm so glad that Bollywood is changing a little bit because if you look at the last 10 years, I don't even see really a lot of very cool older characters. Mm. You know, Amitabh Bachchan and Rishikapur, mm. they have a pull. Mm. So you'll find... Older actors being given a supportive role or saying, you know, okay, how you can play your age, hmm. but fun characters nahi hai that are a little old, you know, all the stories seem to be geared towards the youth, like the youth finding themselves or their problems. Also, you know, the, like that. Also, hmm. also because
1: the target audience is the youth, right? If, the, if you're targeting a millennial, hmm. you have to have a millennial as a subject to talk to the audience. If you look at the filmmaker's point of view. You can't have. But why are only the millennials getting targeted?
0: Because Because they are 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 more spending. Yeah,
1: but the spending power, the number of young people who have the spending power is the one who is targeted, right? People who will, Mm -hmm. for example, you and I are a part of the population, but a larger part of the Indian population is very young. Yes, that's true. So if you look at it from a maker's point of view, they will have to talk to the millennials. They cannot not talk to them, which is why. A lot of these, uh, and also music wise, no, I'm sure uh, there oh, yeah. is, because yeah, of independent sure. music and the fact that there is a lot of independent um, there are songs from so many genres flooding today that you have to mm. now curate your own. You cannot be handed out a few songs from a certain leading company and said that now consume this, this is how cool it is. And that mm. is the beauty of it that every structure which has become which was canonical, which was like Uh, you know, it would determine your career is no longer there.
0: It is no longer
1: there. Now it is your own, uh, you know, curation of a certain movies that you'd like to see or certain music that you would like to look for. And that defines you, which is a fabulous revolution, if you look at it, because Hmm. it it doesn't dictate anything. It's very democratical in a way because you can choose. You can choose to... Decide that this web series that I'm watching the interval is in your remote control,
0: yeah,
1: moving with the times as far as, far as social media is a bane, it's also a boon. it reaches out mm. to different corners of the world it's empowered people from you know getting information about things that they thought only certain newspapers, magazines or connectivity mm. to a certain uh, YouTube or a certain thing today everybody has them, has any kind of information over the phone, and which is why it is all the more reason. That content becomes good because it can be dissed in a second or it can be made a hero in a second because of people.
0: I wanted to ask you one thing over here. You know, we've been talking about millennials and changing things and all of that. Is there something that you would want to tell your younger self or you wish that someone would have told you when you were younger? Because I think a lot of youth these days need some guidance, whether they want to start off in the field that you are in or general about life and advice. I think
1: what we don't learn in school is wealth management or something to do Mm. with how to invest your money rightly. It is very, Mm. uh, it's your, your parents tell you, I think in school, if you're taught how to, you know, how to, how to be a little more wise about whatever you make. Uh, mm. I think that is not taught to us. Yes. I mean, apart from the fact that, yeah. uh, you know, we've we today moved on to not, not just teaching them traditional things like make, making them a doctor or an engineer, which was, thank God, not anymore. God. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Uh, people are open to get children into music and whatever passion that the child likes to pursue. But after all of this, what sustains you is finally money, right? You will need mm. to earn your money either by uh, working for yourself or somebody else. So it's important, I think, somewhere that uh, we haven't been really touching upon this topic in school. Or how do you? I don't know how to do it. I'm not someone to. I'm not an expert. But I still feel that probably a little more attention, if it was to, you know, life skills,
0: financial literacy, and life skills. Yes, so yes true. Is,
1: is, would have been yeah. would have been really helpful if I go back to my younger self because. You had no clue you were like and for kids for us I think we were kids for a very long time we didn't grow up yeah uh, after yeah, probably till our, our 20s which an I think
0: old now is, is smarter like yeah what we were in our 30s so yeah
1: I know gamers who are about 20 to 23 years of age and they are earning so well because the only thing that they do it's yeah. not like see we had a we had a tradition of saying this that if you work hard you do well now no yeah. yeah, people here work smart and do well So I think that is what we need to learn that, uh, you know, it's not about it. It is about working hard. I mean, I'll never, ever say hard work is not important, but it's also working smart. How to, you know, how to get the best out of what you do, not blindly do it because you're passionate about it. And then suddenly realize in, in, in the end of 10 years, Oh, I didn't make much money I was just blindly passionate and somebody used my passion.
0: You need to get smart about managing that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Managing your own passion also I think is a very big lesson that you need.
0: And I will ask you what is the best part about being 48?
1: Oh.
0: That I'll be 2 years to 50. I'm waiting to be 50. Yay! <laughs> Yay! manju please tell uh, people your social media handles i mean i'm sure they would love to get in touch with you and also take a look at your gorgeous saris
1: okay so i am manju ramanan that is the way i that is facebook as well as instagram it's M A N J U R A M A N A N. so you can find me in both of these and yes and my saris yes you'll find them everywhere because that's the only thing i wear so there is nothing uh more more than that it's just that i love the garment and i feel that uh, it hides everything uh it's very it's very democratic let's put it that way it doesn't uh, it doesn't judge
0: <laughs> but it also gives you that grace you know there is a grace
1: yeah yeah that's that's the sari as a as a garment it has it's a very graceful garment so yeah. If it is worn yeah,
0: in, yeah. worn with that respect and
1: love, I think everybody looks graceful in it.
0: Yeah, sari is definitely graceful. But something that I will not do gracefully is grow old. Because I always tell people that I want to grow old is gracefully. Like, musti karna hai, karna. I can't do yeah. like.
1: You know what? Oh. Graceful, graceful is very relative as a term, right? You can be musti. Yeah. You can you can do everything and still be graceful about it. Or uh, let's redefine that word graceful. Also, <laughs> it'll be nicer.
0: I am definitely going to get you on for part two where we will finally figure out what we can use in place of Auntie.
1: Yeah. See, let's coin something which is like yeah, which is nice. Brainstorm
0: and (laughs) and do Auntie Matkahona with Manju part two. (laughs) Let's see. Good idea. Thank you so much, Manju, for chatting with me here. Thank
1: you. It It was was absolutely my pleasure. And it is I mean, it doesn't even feel like an interview. It's just like we're chatting. And we're walking across <laughs> t here and there and then
0: talking and about buddy, random buddy, stuff. So thank <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to this one, folks. I would also love to hear back from you. I am Auntie Matkahona on all social media. And uh, till the next one, Tata, Birla and Ambani. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> hey, Auntie.